listening to Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny, a listener-supported podcast located at revelationsradionews.com. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. We are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Podcasting to you from the center of Oklahoma in the center of the country of the United States where, let's check the date, it is October 19th, and I just turned on the air conditioner. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Tim Kilkenny. And podcasting from Piedmont, Oklahoma, where sometimes in the water filtration game, you get paid in pants. I'm Andrew Hoffman. Oh, buddy. I, my, I mean, we'll get into Oklahoma weather at some point, no matter what. That's kind of our thing. But you can't talk about getting paid in pants. What happened? <laughs> so, a uh, gentleman ordered a... A water system, and then uh, had to cancel it because his wife said, "What are you doing? Spending thousands of dollars on a water system? We're going to move anyway." And he's like, "Hey, I'm really sorry." He's like, Here, "Come by the store. Come by the store." So he, you know, gives me the address. He's like, "Come by 1 p.m. this day." So I show up 1 p.m. that day. He's not there, and. He's calling me like an hour later, like, come, come, come back down. I, well, I can't be there right now. I can stop by at five o'clock. It's kind of other side of town. So, but I, you know, I was going out to Choctaw, so stop by. So I go in there, super nice store, like very, very nice store. And he's like, first of all, he, he identifies my pant size just by looking at me which is <laughs> was kind of an impressive skill. He's like, oh, you are, you know, uh, this size, this size. I'm like, did he, yeah, did he say, it. Did he say, oh, hold on, can I, can I attempt? It's 30, it's going to be 36, 32, or 30, no, 34, 30. 34, 30. No, no, fatter than that. 36, 30, 30, 38, 32. 38, 32. Dang, I was off by one. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, so he, he hooks me up with 
two pairs of $165 khaki pants. Whoa. Yeah. And like two nice dress shirts what's, and what's a sweater. The brand, and, what's the brand on these $160? Well, right they, now they're at the they're at the Taylors. Oh, because so they didn't have a bottom. That they're nice. Yeah. 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 So. I don't know. Is it like bonobos? I mean, is it like was the store like at Nordstrom? No, it was like uh let's see. What's that mall? Oh, Bill's Khakis, that's what it was. Okay. No, I know, but of course he wasn't at a Nordstrom. I just meant was it like no, no, a no, no. Nordstrom? That's the the brand. Oh, okay. Bill's Khakis is the name. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Are they are they stretchy at least? Stretchy con? They've been making khaki since World War II. The same way. So, so definitely not stretchy. Definitely no stretchiness. So well, very good, very good. So that's uh, it's awesome. You have uh, pants worth more than your whole wardrobe. Two pairs of pants <laughs> yeah. worth more than your entire wardrobe <laughs> times two. More than my wardrobe spending for the past decade. Pretty. That's a pretty. I don't have to do a lot of math to figure that out. But, like, yeah. there's a James Corbett shirt. Carry the, <laughs> carry the one. Carry the Media Monarchy T-shirt. Well, bought, bought something from Tim's wife, or or acquired it through other means from Tim's wife, and yep, yeah, yep, yeah, definitely didn't add up to uh, three hundred and twenty dollars. So definitely not. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, yeah, so you know, well, good for you, bro. Day in the life. Day in the life. You just never know, man. Yeah. Does it restore your faith in humanity? He was like, "Look, I was totally gonna spend all these thousands of dollars, but I can't do that. But I really respect you. I like you. I want to give you from my hustle to professionally." Yeah, and he, you know, he's in there like introducing me to his friend, the the. The marble countertop manufacturer. Oh wow! You know, and yeah, was, he's a wheeler and dealer. He's, if I had to guess, of Iraqi descent. Uh huh. So U.S. military mm. veteran, and really not a big fan of uh, APAC. So this is, I'm just I'm putting the pieces together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of kind of my guess by when he came to the U.S. early two thousands, and I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. So. Yeah, could be. Wait, what? Why don't you just ask him? He's probably. That's, that's always my move. Where are you from originally? Just... But, uh, yeah, very <laughs> nice guy. I kind of like that style of business where it's like. You know, kind of handshake deals, and then you, you know, you wanted to make it right type deal. So, without any obligation to. So, that's good. Good, good, good. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, yeah, I just turned on, like, I came in here to do a show, and there was sweat upon my brow. And I was like, this room is kind of at the edge of the house, it doesn't get the, the airflow quite as well. And uh, yeah, just turn the uh, turn the air conditioner on. Yeah, it's I I gotta get outside, man. It's uh, so nice. It has been really nice. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's the thing too. I'm like, let's just open the windows, but 
you know, you can't have the windows open during a podcast when you're anywhere near a street. It can, you got to be entombed in here, you know? I'm in this, like, small closet with all these, like, foam, you know, doors all around and everything. So we're we're not going to talk about a certain subject until later in the show. I'm definitely not in a phone. The one was like I'm not in like a small closet. I'm in a <laughs> large room that has a lot of used clothing in it. Yeah. Which that's good. Uh, you know, sound yeah. sound dampening. Yeah. Right. Not yeah. echoey. There's definitely no echo in here. Um, but yeah, we we got called out by two different listeners completely independently. Saying that we had the same audio issues as T Lav and James Corbett, uh, Ryan Christian and James Corbett, talking about a certain place in the Middle East and a certain event that's everyone's talking about, but apparently, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's that. I, I don't uh, know. My co- my computer had some updates at the end. Could have been related. I don't know. What I will say, and this is in direct response to uh, David, Theo, um, you know, the only thing I will say is that, like, I told Andrew during the show, as it was happening, that it was a, like, not our normal noise problem. Our normal uh, connection issue is on my end, and it's me going, you know, dead, or it looks like you do, and then... Anyway, my connection drops, and that's that's usually the the audio issues on our end. I, and I, I did point out, I was like, "Hey, this is something different. Like, this is something different that was happening." But you know, who knows? Who knows? Who knows what is out there? What, you know, was it a coincidence? I don't know. Could be. Wouldn't be surprised either way. How about that? Wouldn't be surprised if it's complete coincidence. Wouldn't be surprised if uh, we're getting scrambled from the just talking about that. But but you know. Clean, clean feed would have to be infiltrated, which I don't know. It's possible, but I just didn't think that it was even big enough to infiltrate. So, well, I I would be curious if uh, Ryan Christian uses clean feed or not. Uh, That's a good point. That's a great point. Yeah, because we know uh, James does not. So, Hmm. yeah, that's a great question. Maybe it's. I would think that he. There's a possibility he does because I mm-hmm. can't see him using Skype or what have you. But, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Only rookies like James Corbett use Skype. Wait, <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. All right, so I've got. May, hey, hold on, he's not a rookie. So I want to make sure everybody <laughs> no, knows the, that I'm, I'm razzing him. It's totally a joke. He's the Babe Ruth the podcast. That's right. That's right. And then uh, he's got uh, his buddy that will fix it on the other end anyway, no matter what. So. All right. Do you want to hear an Alex Jones AI singing t- a Taylor Swift song, or do you want to okay. hear? No, no, no. Hold on. Let me let me get let me get the clips. <laughs> let me let me cue up the clips before we start going into that. So I, I downloaded them. It took forever. Where did they go? Brock. Brock West. Yeah. Brock West. Did you send me RN News 328 clips? That doesn't seem right. No, 337. I might have to download them again. Let me see. 
337. So, oh yeah, I see these all here. Easy. Yeah, um, so they finally made use of the AI uh, voice technology. Uh-huh. And it's to have Alex Jones singing a wide assortment of songs. So this is, uh, this went, or is starting to get a little notoriety there on the um, the social media verse. Uh, but there's a whole YouTube channel of some guy putting Alex Jones voice over all sorts of different songs. So here is, and full disclosure, I literally have never heard this Taylor Swift song. So I'm sure it's popular and is probably funnier if you have heard it, but uh, it's still funny even if you haven't. I don't have it queued up, man. It's, it's taking a minute to unzip all this. My apologies. Okay. Oh, there it is. We got it. We got it. <clears throat> You're on the phone. Your girlfriend, she's upset. She's going off about something that you said cause she doesn't get your humor like I do I'm in the room when it's a typical Tuesday night I'm listening to the kind of music she doesn't like and she'll never know your story like I do but she wears short skirts I wear t-shirts she's chair captain What do you and, think? Um well I mean I think it's 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 definitely a postmodern entertainment. I, I, I'm not <laughs> not fully against it. I don't think it has anything on the renditions that they were doing about five, six years ago that Burmis and those dudes were sending around that was like his him singing oh, it's a classic the acoustic well, song. What, with Bon Iver singing, yeah, and then they say the singing his actual rant lyrics. It's yeah. better when it's Alex Jones, yeah, lyrics than the stupid Taylor Swift lyrics. Hillary so. smells like sulfur. I mean, it's not yeah. that good. It's not that good. But <laughs> no, I I agree. It's a couple steps below it. I mean, it's it's right it's right there though. It's 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 in the same genre. I, I will give it that. Also, I'm mildly amazed. You've never heard that song. There's no way. Never heard that song. Come on. There's no way. I I don't believe you. I believe your, I, you, I believe your conscious mind never captured that song. But I, I can, believe I believe you've heard that song. If if you said I will give you one million dollars if you can name six words from a Taylor Swift song, I could not do it. I, I, here, here's the thing. I would agree with you because I am the same way. However, every time someone plays a Taylor Swift song and identifies it as, oh, this is a Taylor Swift song, I have heard it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like she has a lot of, like, 
songs that get played a lot. Anyway. Yeah. 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 It's all. Yeah. I, I believe you. I mean, I, I'm aware of the fact that she's famous and many people listen to her music, but I, yeah, it just, especially now with the current state of my, uh, brain. Oh, it just, there's, there's not space for there's Taylor no sta- Swift. space for Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, so I don't have a ton of, uh, let's see. I don't have a ton of clips and things to bring, so I might focus on uh, listener feedback, but, uh, I have to read this. This is our good friend. Do you remember our friend, Matt Schneider? Of course. Of course. Uh, let me see. Always room in the brain for Matt Schneider. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Matt is a long, long, long time listener of this show. Uh, uh, we don't even need to get into the details about him, but just longtime listener, friend of the show. And he sent me a text uh, a couple Fridays ago, October 12th. He said, what's up, Tim? So also he lives in Missouri, right? So he's always been mm-hmm. a huge, he's always been a huge Chiefs fan. What's up, Tim? Not sure if you're watching the game tonight. I've been a huge fan of the Chiefs for a long time. That uh, being that I live here in Springfield, Missouri. But if I have to hear one more time about Taylor Swift, I think I'm going to have a stroke. <laughs> it, it, I mean, I don't know. It was just kind of hilarious the way it came through. And it was funny because I sat down and I was like, oh, I think the game is like being streamed on Amazon Prime or something. I'll just turn it on. My wife's like, what are you turning on? I was like, oh, I'll just turn on football for a few minutes till you, you get over here. Just want to see what's going on. My son was interested in seeing it too. And of course we turn it on and like right after the credits, the welcome to Thursday night, blah, blah, blah. It just like zooms in on the box seat of Taylor Swift and then like shows what? and then like, like tonight sh- or no, before. it was October 12th. So okay. It was, yeah. It was the Thursday night game like two weeks ago. And then it one, one week ago, yeah, pan, yeah, pans to to Travis Kelsey on the sideline, back to the box. They're talking, and uh, my wife is just like, "What is going on?" And or my son was like, "I thought there was football on." And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, this is football, but I don't. I actually don't want to watch this anymore either." So, <laughs> shut it all off. What the heck is going on? Anyway, we 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 identified this long ago, actually, and so we should be seeing. We should be patting ourselves on the back. What does John C. Dvorak say? No other podcast out there has ever <laughs> taken the time to talk about the propaganda in football, except for this one, your Revelations Radio News Show. And we have always done that, and now it's obvious that the propaganda is everywhere. And we've been talking about it for years. Remember when they had the pink and the war? And oh, yeah, yeah. And we've been talking about it forever. Salute to yep. service. People all dressed in fatigues on the sideline. Flyovers. Giant, been, giant been, American flags. That was like our thing. We would like rant about this all the time. But now it's like, hey, welcome to... Now I, I long for the giant Amer- American flag militarism <laughs> propaganda. Like now, now we've got Taylor Swift and... Mr. Pfizer and out there. Two at once, Travis Kelsey. Two at once, flu and COVID. Yikes. Anyway, yeah. That's that's actually a good... Uh, along with Travis Kelsey, uh, they're using, you know, our amazing government, uh, Mandy... 
what is it, Mandy Cohen, CDC lady. We got to, you know, start paying attention to the new CDC lady. Uh, and she's New like, CDC lady, same as the old CDC lady. Yeah, but but she's like <laughs> Anthony Fauci. <laughs> what do you think? Who you who can who can I get to do a vaccine promo video? Who will make me look cool? And the answer, Chuck Schumer. So oh here we go. Gosh. CDC Mandy Cohen and Chuck Schumer. It's not even funny. It's just sad. Chuck Schumer. Nothing. I feel like. Somebody did a really good job. Like, hey, you want to reach Gen Z? You know who they talk to? You know who they like? You know who they look up to? You know who they talk about? I mean, at least go with anti-Maxine. I do feel like some morons in this country like care about what Maxine Waters thinks. But or oh, agreed. The, yeah, yeah. Or or she, she has like she's a, got way more street cred, but yeah. she also probably is not dumb enough to hang out with the CDC director and do a vaccine <laughs> promo video. She's like, I, I do, you know, I've been away from actual uh, black Americans for a really long time, but I know that there is some suspicion about the old jabberoo. So. Hi, everyone. Mandy Cohen, director of the CDC, and I'm here with Senator Schumer, who has an important message for you about vaccines. And what's many good things about our director, one of them, she's from Baldwin, New York. We're urging everybody to get their flu shot and their updated COVID booster. They don't hurt. These shots don't hurt anymore like they used to when I was a kid. And they do you a lot of good. Please get your shot. It'll avoid a lot of pain later. Thanks, Senator. Couple things. One, every time I hear that dude speak, I feel like we're in Congress. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just—he yeah. just—that voice is like, it's unmistakable. Something bad is happening if that guy's speaking. Yeah, I think what what is it? Six ways from Sunday to get back at you. Yeah, the old CIA. They sure know. How, yeah, don't come out the CIA. They know six ways from Sunday. Anyway, uh, uh, number two, uh, that guy can't be casual at all. I think he's only ever casual, you know, when he's like on Epstein Island trying to kiss a little girl or something and then um what else what else was i gonna say oh what is what is so what do you think he's talking about when he says they don't hurt like when i was a kid are we talking about that the like vaccine thing yeah that vaccine gun thing with polio like, what was the gun like i don't even know which one was the the gun but it's so like there's a you know what i'm talking about right because there's just like my mom has it there's a there's a scar it's right. like a little dimple. Yeah, yeah. there it was the, it, the it gun. Was, I just don't remember whether it was smallpox or polio. I think it was one of those. But. Okay, okay. But th- that has to be what he's referencing, right? I think so, but it's like, okay, that's like 70 years ago. It's a long time ago. 60, well, 70 years ago. He's bringing and, it home to the kids. And he's like, hey, kids, I got shots too. Let me talk it, about that. Hey, they don't hurt like I did. You're lucky, kids. Get your shots. Yeah, and it it's uh that's probably the last vaccine he got too. Oh yeah. Like he Schumer strikes me as wide awake. Wide awake and fully he, deceptive. He he's not he's not even getting the fake needle in the commercial. He's just like, "Oh yeah, get you you get yours though, plebs." Yeah. Yeah. So, that's you know, it's just just interesting and it's uh the his- it, it, sorry I, I got the answer the history behind the smallpox vaccine smallpox. scar yeah yeah 
permanent scar on their upper arm area where they received the injection. It seems normal. Yeah. <laughs> so safe and effective. Safe. It was, it was safe, super safe and effective back there when they injected a live vaccine. Contains a live version of Vaccinia. Hmm. A so virus the, similar to smallpox, but not as dangerous. Yeah. Still have access to the vaccine and they're smart. Oh, there's still access in case there's a smallpox outbreak. Don't worry. We have a stockpile. It's good to know. <laughs> good to know. Yeah. A dark winter. Yeah. It was, all right. So we, we haven't read any Alex Berenson in a while. So he's. He was just on Rogan. I didn't know if I should tune in or not. It's like, this could go either way. I could be super excited about the things he says, or I could want to like turn it off in moment minutes, you know? Yeah. So this was, you know, this, this is a, a positive story. Nobody, but nobody wants MRNA jabs anymore. Even Travis Kelsey's shucking and grinning for Pfizer can't save these shots. People know they don't stop infection. They know the side effects are often brutal and they don't want them. Uh, Rest in peace, mRNA. The once heralded vaccine biotechnology officially died last week after a long illness. Maybe myocarditis or type 1 diabetes. Could have been a shingles infection or possibly just a mix of uselessness and nasty side effects. Turbo cancer. Dr. Mandy Cohen, the director of the Centers for Disease Control, accidentally announced mRNA's passing on Friday on X, a.k.a. Twitter, wearing a blue dress and her trademark vapid smile. Dr. Cohen admitted barely one out of 50 Americans have received the new mRNA Omicron booster. Hours later, Pfizer confirmed the death, saying it will write off nearly $1 billion in mRNA jab inventory because of weak demand. Pfizer expects the market for shots to be one-third smaller than it predicted just weeks ago, though its new estimate still appears too high. Okay, mRNAs aren't actually dead, but even as the CDC and vaccine manufacturers to promote the new booster with massive ad campaigns, demand has collapsed, and Wall Street has noticed. Since the announcement's Friday, shares in Moderna, which unlike Pfizer has no other products and relies only on mRNA COVID shots for revenue, have fallen almost 15%. Amazingly, Moderna is now off 80% from its peak in summer of 2021. Uh, Its highest weekly close ever came September 10th, 2021, one day after President Biden announced COVID jab workplace mandates. Oh, what, what, what a coincidence. Even more amazingly, Moderna and Pfizer now trade lower than they did in November 2020 before the companies announced clinical trial results that seemed to show the jabs worked near perfectly against COVID. Since then, the two companies have sharply underperformed the stock market as a whole. It's as if the trials never happened. Uh, What does he say here? Travis Kelsey uh, destroying inventory, plunging share prices, and Travis Kelsey shilling for a vaccine he wouldn't even be allowed to get in most other countries. Two things at once. Oh, wait, that's three. So there you go. Hmm. Uh, so the. Oh, and then he goes into Albert Borla, our favorite uh, veterinarian, big pharma CEO. Uh, he predicted. One in six Americans, 55 million people, would take this year's booster during the 2023-2024 vaccination season. Huh. 
Interesting. Less than a month ago, he predicted 82 million. I still think that's too high. So does Berenson. Put another way, Pfizer has cut its estimates for demand for the shots by one-third in a matter of weeks. But even the new 55 million figure may be too high. It equals the number of the bivalent boosters given during the during last year's jab season, and Borla told an analyst that Pfizer is simply assuming that people that did it this year will continue doing it next year. Ah, so admitting no one else is getting it. But yeah. I think, you know, the thing about the 55 million that got it last year, yeah, lots of them are dead. So it's tough to sell vaccines to dead people. So uh, after all this, after all this psyop propaganda, just just flood the zone with so much, you know, excrement or raw sewage that nobody can tell which way is up. It's just another version of the swine flu from the 70s or the swine flu from the 2010s where everybody runs out and gets a shot or does the thing and then it just kind of trails off into insignificance. Yeah. yeah wow. There's, <laughs> there's like, the, there's literally one person that Alex Berenson was able to find as an example of someone who's still like into the vaccines and claims they haven't had COVID yet. <laughs> so, like, one true believer, but even she's complaining about how bad the side effects of the vaccines have been for her. She just still somehow believes that COVID would have been worse <laughs> and that the vaccines kept her from getting COVID. Well, the thing is, if she died from COVID or the vaccine, I think with the vaccine, you're guaranteed to go to heaven. So <laughs> even if you die, you go the, to heaven. The marketing, is that in the... Uh, it's the fi- What's well, the final version, you know? 90% effective, 80%, 70%, 30%, 10%, 20%. You don't die. If you do if you do die, you go to heaven. So So the it is interesting that Let me tell you about the Bible. Do you have a few minutes are, to speak about my Lord and Savior, not the vaccine? It is interesting that uh more people are taking the flu shots. Like why are people getting flu shots? Come on, people. Yeah. Because that, that, I mean, because that propaganda is right there with Chuck Schumer and his smallpox vaccine. I mean, that's the old propaganda. That's like you got to do that in, yeah. in the winter. You got to be mean, prepared. If you can't get the people who are dumb enough to take a flu shot to take your mRNA product, the newer and better and fancier, then you got real problems. So it's a, I mean, the flu shots admittedly don't work. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, they almost we, worked. We guessed uh, this time and we got it. We I'm guessed really we excited about we, it. We think we got it. We think we got it this year. Um, and then it's always like, we think we got it this year. And then you find out about February, like, oh, we didn't get it, but but we'll get it next year. And oh, yeah, we think we got it this year. Oh, no, it turns out we didn't. Yeah, it's strange. And the stories that we talk or the studies that we talked about all the way back at the very beginning of COVID where they looked at flu shots uh, in U.S. military personnel and whether you were more or less likely to get a variety of different illnesses and shocker you were more likely not less likely. Yeah we we didn't even touch on that last week but I think one of the clips we played was mentioning uh Six shots of the anthrax vaccine. Holy moly. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that was another one of the only bright moves I made in my early twenties. There <laughs> didn't make Dodging a lot of that. Didn't make a lot of them, but for some reason made that one. Yeah, that was. God was l- looking out for you. I'm not. Yeah, I think like, it was. Hey, I've got plans for you. You're not going to be this big of an idiot forever. Just <laughs> don't. Don't take the anthrax vaccine. That's all you need to know right now. Don't take the anthrax. This is literally what what God would have said to me at that point too. Like, yeah, I know it feels like the things are going bad, but you're not going to be this big of an idiot. (laughs) Just keep avoiding it. Just keep avoiding it. Did you go get that? Yeah, I went got the thing. Two weeks later, hey. How did you didn't get the thing? Oh yeah, I gotta go get it. But it, that, and then I heard, I remembered too that it's like a six-parter. So that you know, it's like, oh yeah, did I? Did you get your? So like, you know, they thought I was mid. You know, every time I left to go walk around and you know smoke a cigarette and do nothing, they, you know, it was one of my six that I was gonna go get. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy, man. The six a series of six. It is. I'm pretty sure, man. A series yeah. of. Yeah, I think that's what they said last week. I didn't realize that. Yeah before hearing that but yeah and that man that was such a racket they were all expired the company was going under and then what do you know anthrax scare right on time and all these worthless vaccines that we got to throw away and the company going under all of a sudden there's new orders and we're we're dishing them out we're saying oh first responders should get the anthrax vaccine too we don't have enough anthrax vaccine for everyone but don't worry we're spending a lot of money to make more but uh yeah it it didn't i think it's few and far between of the first responders that got the anthrax vaccine they tried but yeah uh, i think it was mainly military that was you know ordered to get it so All right, we got. Well, no, I've got I've got a couple more, couple more stories, kind of old school. I went down the Substack inbox reading some vaccine related stuff. So, and I'm I'm gonna jump in just with my two cents here that, and then you can go to that. Anthrax vaccine has been licensed in the U.S. since 1970. Has been proven safe and effective. Safe and effective. <laughs> it's really actually written in here on the military website at preventing anthrax disease, regardless of the route of exposure. The immunization is required for deployment to U.S. Central Command and the Korean Peninsula, as well as designated Northcom personnel. Emergency response and other units is given in a five dose series at zero four six uh, zero weeks. Let's see, zero day, four weeks, six months, twelve months, eighteen months with yearly boosters to maintain immunity. Vaccination antibiotics such as ciprofloxacin, doxycycline, and amoxicillin are the most important therapeutic interventions for any form of the. Okay, it works so well you still have to take antibiotics if you come in contact <laughs> with it. Cool. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Said, so, does the name Reiner Fulmich, F U E L L M I C H, does that ring a bell? Does not. Look at his picture. I think it'll jog your memory. Reiner Fulmich. 
So free Reiner Fulmick. So he's a Oh yeah. No, he's one of the dudes in the he's German, right? Yep. Of he's course. German. He's one of the dudes and what was that those guys were kind of killing it all through 2020, 2021. They're just like actually intelligent people around a, a table with free thinking, you know, yep. conversation and, and free movement of ideas. And they're like, hey, some of this stuff doesn't make sense. He w- he put together the ICIC, the International Crimes Investigative C- Committee on Nanotechnology, self-assembly structures and mRNA injections with uh, Dr. Anna Milesia, Karen Kingston, Dr. Nixon, Simon Yanowitz, Mike Eden. I could be wrong in this, or maybe this was just memory hold, but I think that was kind of what started to take down the mandatory vaccines in uh the uk yeah he started launching like investigations yeah, was, get- was getting actual uh what is it he was in uh what's the term once we go we start to go to trial there's a something period and discovery a discovery period and they started shutting down the program so he you know serious person doesn't strike me as a uh a big financial crimes guy no okay so he was living in mexico and they told him to come by the uh come by the embassy because of a passport issue no 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 no. don't tell me this guy's dead and they arrested him and flew him to germany Accompanied oh. by two guards, no personal belongings, no clothing, not even a toothbrush. His wife is not accused and was allowed to remain in Mexico. His confinement was based on a 30-page arrest warrant written in September 2022, right back when he was doing all the, you know, vaccine questioning stuff. He's accused for financial fraud precisely by those people who themselves have questionable criminal records and who supposedly worked with them during the two plus years dr uh Fulmick was running the german corona commission from berlin so this is yeah yeah i <laughs> i mean if you how many uh german doctors get arrested in foreign countries over financial Crimes issues. Like, is anyone believing that that's the actual reason here? I don't, you know, I'm sure there are, but, uh, yeah, anyone who knows about it is, is not buying that story. So, wow, that's wild. So, yeah, just hauling them back and, uh, locked them up. Hmm. So I guess the moral of the story, don't go by the embassy if you, you know, if you aren't sure. Yeah, that's a tough, that's a tough deal though. You'd think as a citizen of a country that is somewhat free, you go, you would go by the, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's a tough deal. All right. Let's see. We've got a couple other related Oh, I meant to tell you, you can fully uh, reorganize an Instapaper. 
I believe I knew it was possible. How do you do it? Uh, you cl- you didn't know it was possible. That's why you went to what's it called? I know, Eva. but then you told me you can do it. Yes, 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 yes. So uh, if you click on kind of the the below the story itself, so there's like the headline, then the the uh, author, and then just click on the story itself. It puts a little check mark to the side. Do you see that? And then. Yes, check mark yeah. to the side in a box. Yeah, now grab and hold. And now you can move that around. Yeah, there you go. So in the future, you can reorganize. Neva shut down. Andrew was the only one using it, it turned out. <laughs> so Neva. <laughs> endless Me amounts and Adam of sh- Curry. <laughs> endless amounts of show notes lost to Neva. Yeah, they went AI, man. They deserved to... That was the end. Never go full AI. Never go full AI unless you're uh, synth Alex Jones. And then you can say, she wears short skirts, I (laughs) wear (laughs) t-shirts. All right. Uh, Steve Kirsch reposting a... News from the underground, Mark Crispin Miller. Oh, there so both, both some frequent uh, features in this podcast. Uh, the died suddenly vax versus unvaxed st- uh, statistics tell you everything you need to know. So he looked at the died suddenlies, <clears throat> and out of 10,000, uh, there was. Uh, one, or sorry, uh, one that was not vaxxed. 10,000 died suddenly, one not vaxxed? Yeah. So he says, all right, let's just say it was actually 10. Like, we've got no evidence for that, but let's just say it was 10. So anyway, he does a bunch of math. Uh, but let's just say it's statistically impossible that the died suddenlies are not related to the vaccine. This is the, the common factor. Um, I'll kind of cut cut to the chase. And, you know, kind of that other subject we'll get to later. Uh, Yonatan Moshi Ehrlichman, uh, the eight-year-old vaccine spokesman oh, for a certain gosh. country in the Middle East, uh, died of a heart attack while taking a bath at eight years old. Eight years old, died of a heart attack. Nothing to see here. Happens all the time, right? I remember growing up and hearing about friends of yours. Oh, yeah. An eight-year-old died of a heart attack in the tub. It's just one of those things that happens. Got nothing to do with the experimental medication he was a, a spokesperson for. Yeah. I mean, they they almost need the war in the Middle East just to take people's mind off the fact that uh, that country, total guinea pig. I mean, oh, that's that's a good point. I forgot. Was I, I thought you were the gonna, Pfizer guinea pig? Yeah. See, I thought you were going to say they need the war here to distract from the propaganda or distract from the fact that people are dying here, and they need the propaganda. But a good point. We this is the biggest uptake. Right? For some strange reason, 
you know, Israel was the highest percentage vaccinated of all the countries. Well, yeah. I mean, they, they forced it. They had the special deal with Pfizer. They got the vaccines first. Do you think they actually the, got, I mean, did they get the vaccines? Did they get the saline? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no. no for, the, for the common folk, they got the real, the real deal. For them Jews over there, they got the real one. They got the. I'm sure the politicians didn't, but All right, All right. You know that they, they got the uh, the the Pfizer employee batch, like what they sent to. Was it Australia or New Zealand? It came out that they sent a separate batch of vaccines for their employees. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we still haven't talked about two or three weeks ago. It came out that, and they played it on No Agenda. It's been talked about on several podcasts since then but they have a scientist has more or less not even concluded but proved there was all kinds of strange dna right in these vials yeah like what was tested which there shouldn't be which there shouldn't be what was tested there was like a remnant of a vi- of of dna that was like very very trace amounts of dna on the uh, vaccines that were tested before they were sent out. But then once they actually sent these things out, it was just full of it. Yeah. So that's well, cool. You know, like what it, you know, cool. It, like this DNA, is the, like what God used to create man. And we just, you know, took like well, dead the, cancerous DNA and like just injected it into like half the world. No yeah, big deal. It, it seems good. Th- there's other factors going on, but I think the whole transgender feeling like you're in the wrong body thing, that a lot of that is because you've been injected with DNA from someone of the opposite sex. Loretta Lacks? Henrietta Lacks? Well, I mean, you know, or various aborted babies of, you know, it's not like they're controlling for which gender aborted baby they're injecting into you. So it's no, I, and I, I, I think that's true too. Yep. And they've done, yeah, yeah. they've done studies. I think where a, a woman will main will retain part of the DNA from sperm through most of her life. So, and that's just in the sexual organs, but to take just straight up DNA and inject it into your bloodstream. I mean, that's like, that's wild. Yes, that's, yeah, that's I mean, yeah they, they understand s- well either they don't i don't think they, they do i they think don't they understand under, they, they understand more than than they than we think that they do well or maybe less right like it it seems yeah, very yeah. very crass like we just inject a bunch of junk in there and who knows what happens i don't you know, they act like they have genetics figured out. Like, oh, this gene means you're going to get cancer. So you better just have trust a- me and cut your boobs off. Right. Yeah. Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie did it. It's, you should do it too. So. And they don't, they don't understand it. Uh, whether that's intentional and they're just manipulating the, the story or. You know, whether they just genuinely don't understand, which I think is probably more likely, but 
the whole idea of mRNA vaccines, you know, modified RNA. Oh, GMOs are bad if it's food, but it's okay if it's injected into you. The best news I've heard all day is that the mRNA may be done. I don't know if I believe it, but it is the best news I've heard all day because they were they were they were they were gearing this up to be like, here's the mRNA that'll help you stop smoking, and here's the mRNA to help you do this. And yeah, th- once the spell was broken, they're having a hard time getting it back. Yeah, because it like it, we you know we mentioned the Travis Kelsey stuff and what have you but do you think many people are actually getting the covid vaccine because of those commercials i i don't think so and i think back in the day <laughs> you know like 4 years ago that probably would have been effective yeah i tend to agree with that so now we're on to the next chapter of world depopulation which is going to be Setting off a nuke on the East Coast somewhere and starting World War III. Nah, don't worry about that, Tim. The nukes are mostly fictional. Oh, so. I forgot. Nukes yeah. aren't even real. <laughs> so, setting off a large bomb. Let's not let's not get argue with semantics. <laughs> it feels like setting off a large bomb somewhere in the U.S. but send everything into overdrive and then we'd barely even remember COVID would be like a footnote like hey why are all these people dying again oh that's right that vaccine but or maybe it's the nuclear or you fallout could just, or you could just set fire to a train derailment full of toxic chemicals yeah. and release a giant cloud of dioxins all over the country and then he like ah who could say vaccines dioxin something just background dioxin poisoning uh we'll, we'll f- just like they found the pfas when they decided it was convenient to do so they'll find the dioxins when it's convenient to do so so you know uh yeah everybody's got cancer used to be a really rare disease now everybody's got it but pff, good luck trying to pin it on one thing here's where i'm coming from though i think that I have heard about the border more in the last 60 days than I've ever heard about it in my life. And now they're saying they've caught Iranian terrorists, four Iranian terrorists in the last couple couple weeks at the border coming through. And they're letting us know. They're basically just like, they're telling everybody, hey, the border is open. Anybody can come in. They're showing footage of the border. It just feels like the seeds of the deception of some sort of terror attack and you know, terror cells that are, you know, coming through. I think I threw one in the Telegram channel. It was like some guy came through the border. He's like, actually, I work for the UN, and here's my card, and I get paid on it every so-and-so, but I'm just here to lay low until the UN calls on me. I mean, there's. I'm not saying that's true. I think it might have actually just been, uh, excuse me, agit prop- propaganda to get everybody agitated, but that story does ring true and it does get people kind of like scared so anyway i just feel like we've 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 they've they've gone way overboard making sure everyone knows the southern border is open and i think they're if if they blow up a american city tomorrow and say oh that was because that border was open and you know hamas got over here you know it was a it was a domestic terrorist who hated vaccines or whatever (laughs) right then we're all gonna be like oh that's true the border was open or those guys are totally terrorists or whatever and it just feels i don't know it feels like it's it's everything served up to us you remember the boston bombing where they had like multiple 
patsy options, like multiple yes. narrative patsies. Yeah, that was wild. That was wild. Where it's like they were going to go with the redneck. I forgot all about that. The yeah, redneck. Yeah, bomber, and then for some yep. reason they they switched kind of midstream there, and, and then they outright like killed. Like the FBI came over to interview his brother and killed him. Yeah, just keep, like during yeah, the interview, him. just yeah. shot him in his living room. No need to ask any questions about just that. Killed him. Yeah. yeah, you're the brother of the guy who did the thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's a good investigation. All right. Yeah, if he, I'm sure he feared for his safety. He did. I'm sure he did. So anyway, Zarnayev. Uh, Zarn. I think it was. Yeah, the Zarnayev brothers, brothers or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I just that's my thought. I just I've. Just calling it out. Something crazy happens. I don't know. It feels like they got to do something big to get everybody's mind off of some of this other stuff that's going on. And inflation. Let's not forget about inflation. People, I've I've seen multiple posts. People on Twitter or Reddit or whatever. They're like, I make more money now than I ever have. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Like I'm just. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we can't all get paid in pants. Yeah. It's true. Gosh, Andrew, you got made over there. <laughs> Bill's khakis, bro. Come on. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds good. It sounds good. I thought Lululemon was the top of the game. Some, <laughs> some bonobos. I don't even know about Bill's khakis. So, in all, in all seriousness, work has been going much better than it was. So, I'm very thankful for that. That's because everybody's and, been praying for you. So thank you out there for praying. Yes, thank you, thank you for for praying for me. Very, uh, yeah. I mean, just much better than it than it was. So today we had both the the kids in school, and so we went out to we had the opportunity of going out to lunch. I guess is you know every couple of years, and so we're. We're celebrating. Uh, my wife made her first two sales of the uh, crocheted baby blankets, so that was exciting. And I'd made some sales, so we went uh, to Red Lobster. Gosh, big, big, big money rolling in, big money going out. <laughs> just, just <laughs> killing it out here. Just, right. dude, high so, rolling. Did you get? Did you get two orders of the cheesy rolls? I mean, because you got to get those cheese biscuits. You got to get two. You got. Hey, can, can do you want me to refill your basket? I mean, yeah. This is Red Lobster, isn't it? I get at least two of these baskets of cheesy oh, bread. Man. Okay, so we we got an appetizer. Oh my gosh, dude! We got the amount of money that you guys are just just gotta have rolling in over there. Now you're buying right. appetizers. Woo. It was a crab queso dip. Yeah. Okay. Red lobster, not actually a great place for seafood. Just. No. no. Side note. You, you don't have to convince me. No. <laughs> In Oklahoma. But. Uh, <laughs> so. <clears throat> the. The queso. Yep. Which may or may not have contained actual crab meat. It was tough to determine. But was approximately maybe one ounce of queso. Mm-hmm. Oh my it was gosh. A, t- a tiny little dish. Shrinkflation, huh? Shrinkflation. Gotcha. Uh, like the, the chip to queso ratio, like the 
queso was gone way before the chips, right? It was like the people who didn't get the vaccine against the people <laughs> who did get the vaccine and died suddenly. <laughs> yeah. No, not not quite that drastic. It wasn't a hundred to one or a thousand to one, but okay. yeah. But uh, guess the guess the price. Like literally tortilla chips, and a tiny amount of. I feel like I'm gonna do pretty good at this. I'm gonna go eight ninety nine. You know that that's a very reasonable guess. Twelve ninety nine. Ah, twelve ninety nine came to me first, but I thought. I don't know if the if the Hoffmans could could stand to drop that much bread on <laughs> some queso. We should we shouldn't have. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But uh, no, it was the it was nice to be to be out. But it's like wow, wow. <laughs> it was a, a bit of a shock to uh, next, next time. Let's just go somewhere local and get some barbecue and save ourselves this hassle. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, yeah, we've. Sharp's Barbecue is a uh, is our local barbecue go to. So well, there you go. But uh, yeah, we were you know we we're downtown ish. Downtown where? Well, down down the expressway. I'll put it that way. Oh, closer yeah. to downtown. Yeah. Oh. In Edmond? Oh no no no! Down the expressway. I got you. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Had to had to visit the tailor, drop off my pants. There's a place out there called the Feast. You should, you should yeah, I've it. driven by it, never eaten there, but you, you is should it check. Good? You, uh, no, but <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not up to my standards, but it's pretty good. I mean, it's so if you go in there, it's basically the whole idea is. Let me correct myself. I didn't get stuff that was good, but that was my own fault. It's one of those places where you pay a flat rate or whatever, and then you just, it's a buffet style, but like they have everything. So they'll have like sushi, meatloaf, spaghetti, lasagna, just everything. So, okay. Yeah. Just put it all on a plate and eat it. Yeah. If you, if you're in a part of the country where they no longer have all you can buffets, eat buffets, they're, they're all still in Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is not a thing that no longer exists in Oklahoma. So it's true. It's true. I and I don't if know. you don't live in the U.S. and you have no idea what an all-you-can-eat buffet is, well, that's that's probably much healthier. Good for you. Good for you yeah. is what we'll say. I I brought a girl home uh, from uh, my time in the military, and uh, I introduced her to my family. Let her visit my 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 home and she was here for about two two days two maybe three days and she turns and looks at me and she says are all of the restaurants in oklahoma all you can eat (laughs) not literally all it just there's there's a lot of them though yeah yeah so anyways Moving right along. Move, <laughs> moving along at a lightning pace. But, uh, all right. Well, we might as well we kind of hit on it anyway. Uh, Charlie Kirk, of all people. I don't know. Have we ever played a Charlie Kirk clip? No. Uh, he was recently on 
Patrick bet David had some interesting things this, to say. This is from that. Yeah. So he's he yeah, he's had a bit of a resurrection. They actually wrote a Forbes article about this interview. Forbes came out and wrote an article about his conspiracies that he came up with. Oh, okay. Well, let's let's see if uh, his conspiracies sound familiar to people who listened to last week's show. Yeah, exactly. I've been in Israel many times. The whole country's a fortress. When I first heard this story, I still had the same gut instinct that I did initially. I find this very hard to believe. I've been to that Gaza border. You, you cannot go 10 feet without running into a 19-year-old with an AR-15 or an automatic machine gun that is an IDF soldier. Right? The whole country is surveilled. And so so let me, ju- let me just kind of go through this. We don't talk about Israeli politics very often, and most Americans don't know this. The last nine months, Israel was on the brink of civil war. It's not an exaggeration. This judicial stuff, there were there were hundreds of thousands of Israelis taking to the streets because Bibi Netanyahu was basically redefining the Israeli constitution. That's not an exaggeration, right? He said the judicial branch has too much power. There were protests planned this week against Netanyahu where they anticipated tens of thousands of people to take to the streets. That's all gone, Patrick. Netanyahu now has an emergency government and a mandate to lead. I'm not I'm not willing to say to go so far that saying that Netanyahu knew or there was intelligence here. But I think some questions need to be asked. Was there a stand down order? <sighs> was there a stand down order? Six hours? I don't believe it. Israel's the side of New, size of New Jersey. When I took a helicopter ride from Jerusalem to the Gaza border, it's 45 minutes. Wow. Six hours. They're live streaming the killing of Jews. Was Did somebody in the government say stand down? That is a legitimate non- conspiracy question the whole country is the idf (laughs) the whole country is yeah and you're trying to tell me that they're going to concerts and kibbutzes and schools and by report so as a fan of that podcast i'll uh further solidify what charlie's saying there one of uh pbd's buddies who's on the show i forgot his name uh is Jewish and has family in Israel and went to Israel like last month. <clears throat> and I don't hear any objective objection from him through Charlie Kirk's whole rant there. And, uh, cause it doesn't make sense, especially a stand down order for six hours. It, it literally makes zero sense. So, yeah. And it, I mean, it could be a Netanyahu thing. It could be, it could also be, the IDF trying to take Netanyahu out because it's almost too obvious, right? Like it's, I don't know. I don't know if they're that, they're that good, but yeah, maybe. Well, there, there was the, the clip on, uh, no agenda from Sunday, I think where I haven't listened to, <coughs> to today's Near 19th, by. but, um, but the clip of the gal who was, like the lesbian mm-hmm. political activist and like, you know, <laughs> we're not going to let him do it. And I was, you know, I could see it that way too. Like it. So, so I, I know for, I am a hundred percent sure this was allowed to happen. A hundred percent. Who, yeah. who was involved in allowing it to happen and for what ends? I don't know that for sure. And but did I, they actually just let it, not just let it happen, but foment and yeah, plan did it. They, yeah, they, right. 
So, uh, Forbes article, <clears throat> conspiracy theorists have gone viral with a claim the Israeli government knew in advance that Hamas was going to launch a coordinated attack on o- October 7th, and some are even claiming without evidence that Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu issued a so-called stand-down order for the Israeli military. But there's nothing to show that the Israeli government knew about the surprise attack, which killed 1,300 people. Users on TikTok, Facebook, and X, the social media platform formerly known as Twitter, thank you for saying that, have gone viral since Saturday with the claim Israel knew about the tax in advance, many with the hashtag BBNew, a reference to Netanyahu. The origin of this conspiracy theory appears to be Charlie Kirk, a far-right influencer and a strong supporter of former President Donald Trump. Tie it back to Trump. 29-year-old Kirk, he's a dumb kid who leads a national college-focused Republican group called Turning Point USA, appeared on the PBD podcast on Thursday and insisted he wasn't spreading a conspiracy theory before immediately helping spread an unsubstantiated conspiracy theory. Anyway, it goes on from there. But uh, <laughs> that clip... Yeah, it was, was all so, Charlie Kirk. It yeah. wasn't... No one else had the same thought. That- yeah, yeah. Not again. Okay. <clears throat> Back. So, anyway, I saved the recording and then I've started another recording, almost like I've done this before. So, yeah, Charlie Kirk, he's the one who, he's the only one who thought of that, right? He's the only one. Just, it's a wild idea. It's not, not someone who's, you know, just using facts, logic, and reason. <laughs> I, th- and, I think it's, I think that, uh, you might be over the target if Forbes has to immediately write a rebuttal, a rebuttal to a random podcast on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The yeah, man. It's well, like I said last week, when they say, "Oh, this is Israel's 9-11. <laughs> it's like, okay, I agree. Well, that, but that not has... for the reasons that you say. <laughs> I, I agree. And uh, the first one wasn't Israel wasn't involved in the first nine eleven. Oh, okay, all right. But yeah, it's Ixnay um... on the dancing Israelis. A eh? <laughs> audio has been okay thus far. Yeah, that's the idea that oh yeah we just sent all the soldiers away from the gaza border on that particular day sounds yeah, a lot like none it really of the, makes a lot of sense sounds a lot like none of the aircraft carriers were in pearl harbor yeah or you know let's have a bunch of war games involving hijacked aircraft on 9-11 just let them run so people don't know if it's real world or exercise you know what we forgot about and i'm sure our uk listeners can go ahead and let us know if it's still beaten to their heads there remember the old 777 thing sure yeah 77 yeah. bombing yeah nobody ever talks about that anymore yeah how the it didn't add up for that either. Yeah. So, so, well, I think the the conspiracy angle on that one was the guy didn't know he had a bomb on him, right? Is that... I don't even remember. To be honest, I'd have to kind of look through it. Oh, I see. So he runs in. He doesn't even know he has a bomb. Hmm. That's an idea. Or it wasn't necessarily that, you know, his backpack or whatever, but yeah. <clears throat> anyway... 
Or Sar- he thinks he's part of a drill. Right. Sarnayev was his name, right? Oh, no, sorry. No. <laughs> got, my, got, my, got my patsies confused there. Yeah. yeah. yeah it wasn't Oswald or Sarnayev there. Okay. It must have been John Hinckley. Yeah, they're, they're firing things up. There was a good uh, James Corbett interview. Oh, what's the guy's... Let me pull up my podcast list here i don't have any clips i was just listening to it but i've been using Uh, speaking of go ahead i've been using you're looking at your antenna pod i've been using podcast guru lately i kind of like it Uh, let's see here uh Daniel or did uh, Ganser G A N S E R exposes the ruthless empire? Wrote a book about the American Empire. It was a good interview, and then uh, James is back on with the speaking of empire, uh, uh, geopolitics and empire podcast. Guy on his TNT radio show on the digital gulag. So that's nice. Good. Nice. So, you know, those, those other podcasts where they still do interviews. So we could schedule it for ours. It just would be like, Hey, by the way, Andrew may or may not be there for podcasts. We could do that. Yeah. There you go. So, I think we've actually done interviews like that where I've, I was the only one to interview yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to James Corbett. I understood your reference to the great American philosopher, William Corgan. <laughs> <laughs> did he say that? <laughs> he did. Yes. <laughs> and the, it kind of went right by the who he was talking to, but yes, Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins there. Yeah. 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 So, which uh, I do have to say, Smashing Pumpkins, easily top five concerts I've ever been to. Oh, there we go. Yeah. It was also one of the rare 90s bands where everyone's still alive and the music kind of holds up. Yeah. Well, Billy Corgan, most of the time with rock bands, the lead singer either plays no instruments or he's up there with the guitar, but he's playing like the, the kind of simple guitar parts. And then you have another, right? like the lead guitarist who's playing all the hard stuff, right? No, he does all the hard stuff. Every, you know, everyone else in that band's not doing a whole lot, but. It's it's pretty amazing to see live. So, and it's like they play for like an hour and a half, and then the next half hour, the rest of the band takes a break, and it's just him playing. Wow! And then the, then the rest of the band comes back, and <laughs> you know it was yeah, it was impressive, but not not that I endorse all of the philosophies of the great American philosopher, William Corgan, but it was 
Hopefully as people know, know as us. As far as a rock show goes, yeah. very good. Hopefully people know us well enough by now to not go out and listen to a Killer Mike album upon my recommendation and then come back like, this man is talking about drugs and sex and cursing. And Billy yeah, Corgan kid. probably not talking <laughs> about everything that Andrew agrees with. I mean, he's probably a glober for starters, so Andrew definitely... Is he gonna love that? Oh, I don't know. I can I could see Billy Corgan figuring out the the actual shape of the earth there, but he'd probably be more the uh a little on the new age eastern religion side. That's more what I'm talking about, but anyway. Anyway, I I got the reference, James. I I, I laughed out loud as the kids say. All right. Well, there you go. What else you got for us? Three thanks to people and then play a clip after the break. I don't think I even have any more clips. Do I? Oh, maybe not. Maybe. Oh, not. no, I do. I do. Yeah. Let's think- go. Let's go ahead and play it. Play it now. Uh, this is the next in the random health video I saw on Twitter series. Uh, Random Twitter video on the thyroid. Oh, that's what it was. Yep. So I'm going to teach you more in the next 60 seconds about the thyroid. Of course, I saw this too. I'm going to teach you more in the next 60 seconds about the thyroid than most board-certified endocrinologists know. I call it Hashimoto's nonsense, pushing thyroid medication. You want to talk about a pandemic in this country? We have a pandemic of medicating organs in the body that have done nothing wrong. So bear with me here. Um, And by the way, I'm a scientist and not an artist. Okay, so thyroid gland is right here in the neck. It produces two hormones. It produces T4, and it produces something called T3. Only here's the little-known secret about the thyroid. It only produces 20% of this hormone of T3. But wait a second. We're diagnosing hypothyroid, but it's only responsible for 20% of the thyroid in my bloodstream. So the question is, where does the rest of it come from? Where does the 80% come from? I mean, if I was a detective and a crime had just been committed and there was an 80% chance that one guy did it and a 20% chance that somebody else did it, I'd probably investigate the 80% guy first, right? That's not what we do. We immediately hold the thyroid responsible for a crime. It only has 20% chance of committing. So where does the rest of that hormone come from? In Hashimoto's, it comes from T4. It's methylated. This doesn't even happen in the thyroid. Yet when it's low, we medicate the thyroid. The only guarantee if you're on thyroid medication is that your dosage will increase. That's the only guarantee. Why? Because you are killing the thyroid. Eventually, it succeeds in completely beating the thyroid into submission. And now you are permanently reliant on levothyroxine, Synthroid, Armor. But if we understood that T4 is converted into T3 by the process called methylation, and that is that is the suite of B vitamins, pyridoxine, riboflavin, thiamine, niacin, and panathenic acid, and if we put those back into the human body, it can start to perform this function again, and the thyroid disease goes away. People say it all the time, Gary, you cured my thyroid. I said, no, I didn't. There was nothing wrong with your thyroid. I fixed how your body uses the raw material. This is what 10X Health does. 
right? We fix people by empowering the human body to do what it does best. I promise you this. There is no better hormone in the human body than one you produce yourself. Well, there you go. Uh, there's, a, there's your random Twitter health-related video of the day. I thought it was good. And uh, one of the top comments in the thread for that uh, video said, the B vitamins are criminally underrated. And <laughs> I think that's true. B12. Well, niacin. Yeah, niacin. <laughs> B12 and niacin, yeah. B12. I heard recently that uh, most ulcers are a, in, uh, what do they call it? There's an ulcer, and then the, the one you get in your mouth, uh, abscess. They can be uh, a result of and cured by a, a bunch of a result of lack of vitamin B12, and can be cured with B12. So, and of yeah. course, the, the good old niacin. Yeah, good old niacin there. Revelations Radio. Well, and real, real quick before we move on. Uh-huh. So the, for what it's worth, the copper guy. Oh, I forgot about the copper guy. Friend of the show. He's pro niacin, mm-hmm. pro B12, mm-hmm. but anti what's called B6. Oh, okay. So, and... The problem is you get a B-complex vitamin, it's always got a ton of the B6 in there. So it's, he said it shouldn't even be, it's not even really a vitamin. So I'm just throwing it out there. Not saying I necessarily agree, but uh, for what it's worth. I'm going to start a side project. It's like a, a different conspiracy podcast, and it's going to be about, is Andrew Hoffman from Revelations Radio News the copper guy that he always talks about. <laughs> I've given the guy's name. I don't, I don't remember it at the moment. Sure. Not enough copper today. Sure. But. Haven't met him. Haven't met him. Haven't seen him. So, uh, donation segment is going to be super short. We have three donors. You can guess who number one is. Danny from Medford with $25. Bingo. Boom, boom, boom. How did you do that? So good. So good. Number two, our good friend Reno from down there in Texas with $25. Oh, thanks, Reno. Thank you, Reno. Appreciate you. And then, last but definitely not least, we've already heard his voice once on this podcast, but Maddie B sent in $100. Tim and Andrew, thank you and keep up the good work. He also sent an email saying, Andrew, got any more than books left? I want one sent to my friend and gave us an address. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. Have to get one out to him. I will do that. But, uh, first off, or yeah, thank you to Danny Reno and Maddie. Uh, you guys are awesome. You're supporting the show. If, uh, you guys didn't donate, then maybe donate next week, maybe a dollar, maybe $2, something to keep the show going. Always helps us out. And look at, look at, uh, Maddie B if you're wondering what your donation amount should or shouldn't be, what what's too much for you? What's too little for you? Who knows? We don't know how much money you make. We don't know how much money you have. We don't know how wealthy you are. We don't know what too much or too little is. But Maddie B can send us a hundred bucks and get out his guitar and make a cool jingle. 
Nations Radio News. We appreciate that. And last week, uh, our good friend Will from Truth is Stranger Than Fiction did not make the show art, only because I actually put the show out right before like I asked him and he wasn't around, so... I just put it out because I was like, I want to get this over with and go to bed. So I want everybody to have it before the weekend. But he did, you know, do his actual art, which is putting out another video. So that was good. Was that Rockets Over Zion? Rockets Over Zion. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good. So, uh, yeah, short show today. A lot going on in the world, but... Uh, I don't know. You got anything else you want to hit us with? Not in particular. I mean, I'm glad, you know, thanks for doing the show. I know you're not feeling all that great. And it was, we had to reschedule from yesterday, which worked out well on my end, because I would not have been able to do a show uh, starting earlier than about 11 p.m. last night when I got (laughs) home. So, um, and that's, and I was late again tonight, so thank you, Tim, and oh, thanks no to everybody worries. for for listening. And uh, you know, we we really do appreciate it. It's in some ways it's tougher and tougher to pay attention to news stuff. I mean, it's easy to go from one extreme to the other of like being too plugged into not not plugged in at all. Um, and this this is definitely my outlet and my reason for paying attention so i thank you everyone for listening absolutely and uh yeah sorry about the audio this week might be a little different because even though i have a deep voice it's not usually this deep so i'm obviously fighting some sort of cold or something and i gotta run uh, 13 miles on sunday morning I, my buddy and one of the guys i work out with i got him into running now he wants to sign up for a half marathon i'm like i will do this with you so anyway i hope i feel better by then um I was thinking we'll just go out with the verse of the day. Sounds good. For the mountains may move and the hills disappear, but even my faithful, excuse me, but even then my faithful love for you will remain. My covenant of blessing will never be broken, says the Lord who has mercy on you. So I like that. Good verse of the day. It is a good verse of the day. And no matter what's happening in Israel or even in your own home or in your pocketbook or whatever stressful thing that's going on in the world that's happening right now. Uh, it says, uh, the Lord's faithful love will forever for you will forever remain and his covenant of blessing will never be broken. That's awesome. That's something we can rest in. And, uh, don't forget to get to, to say a prayer. And I, I think I mentioned this. I don't know if I did, but I think I did, but I mentioned getting on my knees no? no, no, no. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I didn't mention it. So a couple of weeks ago, I just started getting on my knees in the morning, just before I put my shoes on, just getting on my knees and being like, "All right." And even if it's like thirty seconds, but it's just the act of being on my knees. I think it helps. I think it helps put put me in the right posture for the day. You know what I mean? So just get quick on my knees, like, "Hey, dear Lord, help me to have a good day today. Uh, bless." The people around me help me to, to show your love and to be obedient to what you want me to do. Bless my family. And uh, Jesus' name, amen. And then up, shoes on, out the door, doing whatever I got to do. But just, I just found that 
sometimes the actual act of just getting on my knees makes it, uh, I don't know. I just, it feels more effective and it, feel, it, it puts me in the right state of mind. So that was what I try to do. Awesome. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Yes. Anything we can do to get in the right state of mind in this topsy turvy world. Thank you, Andrew, for doing a show and for postponing it last night. I wasn't, wasn't feeling it last night. So I appreciate you. Well, it worked out, and I'm I'm glad we got one done, and hopefully it's recorded, and people are hearing this right now. <laughs> Haven't messed that one up in a while. Don't let's knock on wood. All right, thanks everybody for listening. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. A copy of this podcast, as well as links to each story covered, are available at RevelationsRadioNews.com. To contact Andrew and Tim, or to support Revelations Radio News, please visit revelationsradionews.com and click on the Contact tab or Support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at revelationsradionetwork.com, and thank you for your support of this podcast. Don't you say, where